It's our 150th episode, and we're asking the question, what if the Time Life Treasury of Christmas only used songs from the 1980s? Hit it! It was the 1980s. The Time Life Treasury of Christmas was released and begged us to remake it with all 80s songs. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Now, joining me are two Totally Rad Christmas all-stars and ratty winners. From uh, Tis the Podcast, it's Anthony Caruso. Anthony, what's happening? Hey, glad to be here to celebrate 150 episodes with you. It's been a while. It has been a while, and who who more fitting to to join on the 150th episode than the uh, the Jerry D winner for most appearances? <laughs> <laughs> I you know I have a feeling as well. I may not be the most under researched and under prepared. <laughs> no, <I'm joking>. <laughs> <laughs> that that'll be new this uh, for you, huh? <laughs> no, uh, no, you you're always very thorough when you come on the show. Uh, but, but on that note, let me introduce my second guest. It's, uh, from the original Time Life Treasury episode. That was the, my very first episode. It's my brother, Danny. He's the expert in Time Life. Danny, how's it going? Oh my gosh. Are you having to make up accolades <laughs> for me? Well, you won for raddest, uh, raddest movie. <laughs> the, the least prepared guest uh, award. I think they just have a new ready category. <laughs> 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 It'll be the three tips of podcast elves and Danny. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how are you guys doing well, tonight? You know, it's always a good night when we're, I'm on totally rad Christmas. Oh shucks! And I and I finally get to meet Jerry, one of Jerry's <laughs> brothers. So that's all. Always a perk. Heck yeah, man! I'm excited about meeting you too, Anthony. It's freaking amazing. This is what I've been about since I was a kid. You know, it, you know. My brothers love to play X-Men, but I always wanted to be, you know, like the sub guest host to the guest host <laughs> to Totally Red. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So here's the game. All right. What we're going to do tonight, we're going to be replacing the songs and carols from the Time Life Treasury of Christmas, and which, you know, that had songs from all sorts of time periods, all sorts of genres. And we're going to try to see if we can remake it or as close to, uh, come as close as we can to remaking it with only songs from the 80s. So some of these versions I had never heard until I had started researching. Some of them I actually had on playlists. A lot of them are kind of weird, but either way, we're gonna we're gonna go with it and we're gonna see what we can come up with here. Now there's a few uh, a few selections where there are no actual analogs. Like there just no one has recorded a version of the song. So in that instance, just pick a song from the 80s. Uh, I even provided you, in case you weren't sure, I provided you with a couple of options up at top. But, you know, there's a lot of just original 80s songs that would slide into those spots there. Um, so we'll just, we'll start with Anthony, then we'll go with uh, Danny, and then we'll go with myself. 
And um, if there's a song where like it's a medley, because there's a lot of medleys on these on these tracks, you can actually split it in two. And so in that case, you can pick a song from one uh, artist and then you can pick a song from another artist. Or if you want to kind of keep the medley field, there's a few instances where the same artist has done both and we can just pick those back to back and combine them as if it was a medley. So that is the game. Those are the rules. And we will start. I will give the song, the original song first, and we'll go from there and see what happens. You can add commentary. You can say nothing. I'm good with it. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> so the original, uh, starting off with cassette one from the Time Life Treasury of Christmas is Bing Crosby with White Christmas. Now, this is an iconic song, and there are actually a ton you can tell which songs were popular because this is a this is one that has a ton of artists that covered it so uh anthony who do you think should replace bing crosby on an all 80s christmas treasury well my initial response is nobody but playing the (laughs) game playing the game um and this may you know since she will be replaced later down the line you can only go with dolly parton and kenny rogers that's the easy answer here. I mean, uh, first of all, Dolly's hard to top in general. Who else can turn down the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame award and then still win it um, somehow? <laughs> but add Kenny Rogers to the mix. This song is one I have on my playlists with Bing Crosby. I try not to duplicate song, songs my Christmas playlist, but when such esteemed artists cover the original version... Uh, it's hard not to throw them in there too. So Dolly, Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers, White Christmas. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops Good choice. That's nice. All right, Danny, what do you think? Uh, I was thinking, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with George Strait. I, I just feel like uh, he's like a huge, you know, he's a huge artist here in, in Texas and in country. And uh, and uh, I, I never really appreciated him, but lately I've been hearing a lot of his songs. And there's a lot of songs I didn't know <laughs> were his songs. And so... I'm dreaming of a while just like the ones I used to know where the tree tops glisten and children listen to hear even though I actually haven't listened to this version I'm sure it's you know <laughs> I, I'm sure it's freaking straight up good you know like Wow. Owning up to so. it already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it actually is a, a, I mean, it's fairly straightforward. So, but it, it's a, it is a good song. I actually uh, agree. And I picked Dolly and Kenny as well. That was my choice. <laughs> so I think, I think that's the official replacement there. Um, yeah. It's just fantastic. It's from a great album. I mean, you could pick any song from that Dolly and Kenny album and, uh, and be on top. And I actually, uh, like you, I, I have my own playlist and I have like a mega playlist with everything just because, you know, it's got to last me for however long. So I don't mind duplicating songs, but 
uh, mm-hmm. on something like this. Yeah, I, I think in this case, it's got to be it's got to be Dolly and Kenny. So, mm-hmm. all right. Next track was a medley, and this uh, was originally by Dolly Parton. This was from that same album that we talked about. So you can actually keep this one if you'd like, or you can split it up into its component parts and replace it. So what do you think, Anthony? I'm going to split it up. So for Winter Wonderland, I am going with the Eurythmics cover. Um, This version of Winter Wonderland is for some, I believe it was on, um, oh, the album with Christmas and Hollis. What's that album? A very special Christmas. A very special Christmas. I believe this was the version of Winter Wonderland on that album. And I remember this vividly because Christmas and Hollis was on this album and because this is the album that got a lot of playtime in my mother's house um, growing up. So the Eurythmics version of Winter Wonderland uh, has been with me from a very young age and uh, it is a classic to me. terms of sleigh ride now there are lots of covers of sleigh ride i mean come on uh we have amy grant we have air supply but there is no beating c3po r2d2 and the core <laughs> i was hoping someone would pick <laughs> so you know it... now sing r2 as far as i'm concerned that is the cover i'm looking for Nice. (laughs) Well played, sir. What about you, Danny? What do you think? Uh, That was that was great, Anthony. Um, I think I'm gonna have to just keep it because you know I I I really love White Christmas, and to me that's like the 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 start of the album, and it was always magic hearing that intro. But you know I can't eliminate uh, Dolly Parton's little medley here. I, I just. I love it so much. It just gives me the, you know, the tickles everywhere and, and the, the magical feelings. And so, like, that's the one song that I probably will say I don't want anybody crossing that line into Dolly Parton nice. territory. So into Dolly World or Dolly Land Dolly or whatever the, whatever it's called. <laughs> yes. It's funny because it's like very, uh, it's very synth heavy. You know, and when you really think about Dolly Parton, you don't think about a lot of synths, really. You, you think more, no. you know, like that older country. But it's, yeah, it's, it has that. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> but uh, that's good. I, I And uh, that's a worthy choice. It is from the 80s. So that counts. Now, 
I also split it into its component parts because I was going to pick the Eurythmics, but since you picked it also, I'm going to pick uh, the Huey Lewis and the News version of Walking in a Winter Wonderland. This is from their fan club. They only released it as a fan club release. It was like a green tape. It was uh, it, it was like four tracks. It was this one and like a couple of other you know, little things here and there. It's all acapella. It's super cool. Uh, the, the harmonies are tight. Just everything about it. Slavers ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. I had a hard time picking Sleigh Ride. Because, like you said, there's a lot of them that uh, are pretty worthy. I wanted to pick C-3PO and R2-D2. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. But I thought Danny might pick it. So instead, I uh, <laughs> he's a bigger Star Wars fan than either you or I, uh, Anthony. But uh, in, instead, I ended up picking Air Supply. And the only reason I picked this one is because I think it's a little bit... I, I like the orchestration and the, their performance just a little bit better than the Amy Grant one. Um, it's really nothing stand out uh, as far as originality goes, but yeah, it's a, it's just a good solid tune. So I would do Huey Lewis and Seg into Air Supply. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring ting tingling too. together with you outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you nice but now we have a fun one it's little drummer boy this is by the uh, harry simeone or, or simeon or simone i don't know how you say it corral uh <laughs> it's you know it's that typical broom broom you know version of it a uh, nice choral version uh but what say you anthony who would you replace this one with to start off i really like the Harry Simony Simeon uh, Corral version of Little Drummer Boy. <laughs> no, none of us know how to say it. <laughs> um, but this is well, yeah, uh, this is the yeah. classic version. Uh, mm -hmm. This is, however, one of two versions of this song I have on my playlist. The other being Bob Seger's Little Drummer Boy, uh, and that goes back to a very special Christmas as well, because that's the version yep. that was on that album. So yeah. I think I'm just trying to turn time life into a very special Christmas. I don't know, <laughs> but the Bob okay. the, the Bob Seger version is great. It's a little more uh, drummy than the Harry Simeon Corral version, <laughs> but uh, it's fitting like for a song called The Little Drummer Boy. And uh, I love that version. I love Bob Seger in general. So I'm, I'm going to start using me. that word drummy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. What about you, Danny? What do you think? Uh, I, I definitely would go with Ray Charles. Uh, you mm. know, I'm scratching my head wondering how, how is there a, I don't believe there's a Ray Charles song on there, is there? On the, you know, in the whole album that at least that we used to listen to, I feel like 
he would be a great, uh, you know, he's a am- great American artist. Uh, and uh, I just think that it's a travesty that he's not in there. So let's, yeah. you know, let's go with Ray Charles, man. And, and Jamie Foxx, too. He was great. <laughs> yeah. Come, they tore me for a bum It's really soulful. It it sounds more like it comes from like the '60s, um, but it, it was done in in the mid '80s. And yeah, he of course Ray Charles is just a fantastic performer. Uh, that's a good choice. I actually I kind of went a, a little bit of different direction. I went with Joan Jett. This version was released on her I Love Rock and Roll album because it came out in December and they uh, those first pressings had it. And then as soon as uh, Christmas was over, all the next releases, they took that song off and replaced it with a different one. So it was literally just a cash grab to try to, you know, try to cash in on the uh, on Christmas time. Uh, but it's really cool. There's a lot of drumming. There's like some cool fills and stuff. And it's just it's it's like nice rock. She kind of palm mutes some guitars and it's just yeah, it's it's a. It's a good jam. I dig it. Uh, oh, even if hey, uh, it's not listen to that. Version. That sounds sweet. <laughs> uh, so I, lo- I really like that one there. The next song, and I know we're kind of plowing through these, but uh, this is just fun. I want to see how many we can get through. Uh, so the next okay. one is Oh Little Town of Bethlehem by Andre uh, Previn. It's a, the or- orchestral version. It's all instrumental. Um, and so this is going to be a little bit different. So what do you think, Anthony? What should we go with here? So full disclosure, this is not one of my favorite Christmas carols. And I'm right there with you. It's not mine either. Um, If I had to pick a favorite version in general, it would actually probably be, I believe, Frank Sinatra's version. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, But going through this list of the 80s, I find myself picking Julie Andrews. Uh, She has that angelic voice for a song. that's fitting for a song about Bethlehem, right? Yeah. I don't think there's any, she has one of the greatest voices ever. Um, I don't think there's any topping her. Um, Amy Grant came close, but we'll save her, put a pin in Amy Grant for later on down the list. Yeah. <laughs> right on. And, and that version of Amy Grant, Little Town, is is different. It's, uh, it's yeah. The, yeah, it's odd. <laughs> I mean, I like it, but it's, yeah, it's odd. <laughs> what about you, Danny? Okay, uh, I'm going to have to go with King Singers. Uh, as you know, I am a choir director, and so I'm I'm big into choral music. And uh, Christmas to me, you know, besides the some of the time life, you know, jazzy kind of feeling, 
the forties kind of feeling for me, uh, Christmas music, uh, is just big chorale music, you know, like the Harry Simeon stuff we're talking about. And so I would like to transition right. into this King singers, uh, perfect blend of harmonies and, and, uh, and just rich choral tones, uh, of mm -hmm. the King singers. They are legendary. So. Yeah, and that was actually my choice as well. Uh, you oh, can't nice. really, yeah, you can't beat their tight harmonies. Um, but just to be different, I'm going to go with uh, A Little Town of Bethlehem by Johnny Cash. <laughs> See, hearing Johnny Cash sing A Little Town of Bethlehem is <laughs> something that everyone needs to hear. It's uh, oh, no. <laughs> it's like when he did that uh, that album of like Nine Inch Nails covers or whatever <laughs> whatever it was that he did, you know. <laughs> rusty nail uh it's you know it's just a yeah it you gotta you gotta hear it at least once his deep voice singing old little town of bethlehem yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's imagine it <laughs> so freaking <laughs> it <laughs> oh man old little town of bethlehem how still we see the light Above thy deep and dreamless sleep The silent stars go by Now, this next one is one of our favorites. Uh, Danny's our favorites to make fun of when we hear it every time it comes on. It's Roger, Roger Whitaker's version of The Twelve Days of Christmas because it's an odd mix of synthesizer and uh, his, you know, uh, almost classically trained voice in like a pop setting <laughs> it's it's strange uh so i think we definitely need to make this one over so what do you think anthony what should replace that one so spoiler alert this is also not one of my favorite christmas songs <laughs> at all i don't think it's anybody's favorite it goes on too long too it gets long. too annoying um so for context, some of my favorite covers of these songs are the more jokey ones. So yeah. there is the uh, 12 Guido Days of Christmas sung by like Jersey Shore type guys. Uh, there's, <laughs> the, there's the one sung by the Muppets, which is classic, right? Yeah, classic, uh, yeah. The, the, there's one Disney put out with the Disney characters, and as they keep progressing, you hear crashing, and everyone's like tripping over things. It's fun. Uh, so <laughs> in that vein, my favorite version of this song, my favorite versions of these songs are the fun ones, the voices and sound effects and stuff. So I am going to have to go The 12 Days of Christmas is sung by our Sesame Street crew, Elmo, Cookie Ooh. Monster, Big Bird, Prairie Dawn, and the rest. <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. <laughs> Everybody sing! On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. On yeah, it's so funny, and, and it's it's Bert that's instigating it. He's like, "Everybody sing!" <laughs> <laughs> and 
And at the very, very end, they come to it's right before they sing uh, Partridge in a Pear Tree the, for the last time. And Bert says, one more time. And oh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Now that you say it, I think you and Danny should be Bert and Ernie for Halloween this year. <laughs> Brothers costumes. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite an idea. I I am planning on going up to, in October, so maybe we can you make are it coming up. Yeah, <laughs> for my son's birthday. <laughs> what do you think, Danny? Which version of the Twelve Days of Christmas uh, should we should we hear here? Well, uh, first, I just wanted to say that uh, I'm just really insulted because the last two songs are exactly my favorite two Christmas songs of all time, and uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they're not. But my, no, I'm just joking. Uh, but. Uh, well, let me see. So I haven't heard any of these, but I recognize Pound Puppies and they're super cute. So I'm going to go with that. I mean, if the song, if it's an awful song, you might want to have, you might as well have cute uh, singers up there, right? Yes. Thank you for saving the barking me dogs. It can be a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because this is one of those where like nobody really covered it seriously. It's it's uh, there was a lot of versions of like uh, the Smurfs, the Pound Puppies, Rainbow Bright, like all those types of of artists, you know, the kids albums, the kids stuff, stuff like that. Mm. And it, it was hard to find actual real versions of this. Uh, so I went and I had a really hard time choosing. I almost picked uh, the Two Days of Christmas by Starlight Vocal Band, where they literally just do the first two days and then they stop. <laughs> 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 and that's like the perfect length. Uh, but in the end, I decided to go with The Twelve Days of Christmas by Bob and Doug McKenzie. Okay, now, this is our Christmas song. In case you don't know what to get somebody for Christmas. There's lots of ideas in here, so listen and don't get stuck. Okay. By the way, that's me on the organ. Oh, Jesus. You start. Okay. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a beer. So that was a uh, Rick Moranis, and uh, I can't remember the other gentleman's name. It's from the album Great White North, and it's like uh, on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a beer. You know, and <laughs> <laughs> and as the song progresses, it's just you know a lot of uh, like like three French toast or something like that. And uh, and anyway, they get to that that part, and they're like, it feels like it's too short. We need a lo- we need to make it longer. So they're like, and a beer in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good one. Yeah, that's my pick there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Straight up eighties. Uh, but let's get to a real serious song here. So hark the herald angels sing. Originally sung by Nat King Cole on the Time Life Trail. Treasury. Um, but you know, that was a version of by crooners, four crooners uh, from a long time ago. So what do you think should replace it, Anthony? Okay, so I love this song. I yeah. love this. This is one of my favorite Christmas carols. It's a great carol, yeah. And I'll tell you right now what my two favorite versions in general are. I love the Mormon Tabernacle Choirs version because oh, yeah. I love that big swelling music and everything. Mm-hmm. Um they do great 
covers of all of these Christmas songs they do. Um, yeah. And I love that version. Um, I also love the version they used in the score for Robert Zemeckis's and Disney's A Christmas Carol, the anime one with Jim Carrey, where uh, Ghost of Christmas Present is taking Scrooge over London. And uh, it's just this swelling musical score. Um, was that uh, so, Ellen Silvestri, I think? Yes. Yes, it was. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. And so that's what I like in these types of songs. I want something as epic and as grand to befit the lyrics and the nature of the song. Now, I can't honestly say any of these songs listed fit that criteria. <laughs> nope. However, <laughs> the closest that comes to me, and I think it's purely due to the group element, is a Starlight Vocal Band. Uh, okay. I think yeah. this is a song that is better sung by a group, by a choir, by a whole collection of people rather than solo um and as i listened to all of these they did it in my mind the most traditional here i got the most traditional as a group right 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 yeah yeah so that's where i have to go Good choice, yeah. What do you think, Danny? Uh, definitely Mannheim Steamroller. Um, I, I was playing with picking them, I think, earlier, or maybe not. Um, I don't remember if they were up there, but I saw their name, and uh, I've you know, I can only listen to so much of them, but if like one <laughs> man, <laughs> no, like they're great, like, uh, yeah, they're, they kind of sound the same, Z, you know, they do, they start day. to sound the same, yeah, I know, what you're yeah, saying, so. but like you know, one track of Mannheim Steam- Steamroller, and that's it, I probably won't pick them again. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, Mr. Beta is always picking like two. Our band director uh, yes. <laughs> always picking like two or three for our Christmas concerts. That's what I was thinking oh, of. <laughs> yes, Dillernacht <laughs> and uh, Deck the Halls. It was always those two. <laughs> always, like come on, yes. let's get some variety here. No, I like I, I like Mannheim Steamroller, but I agree that you can only hear so much of them before you you start to go crazy. I actually, and I agree with you, Anthony, I think it needs to be like a big, broad, just, you know, full version um, to really get the, just the oomph that the song deserves. But (laughs) since since this is 80s, I decided to go with uh, Hark by Torch Song. It is a bunch of 80s synthesizer nonsense.
And so for that reason, I chose that one. It's, uh, it's, I don't even know how else to put it except that uh, it's, you know, just that, that kind of electro pop beats. Uh, yeah. that synth pop. It's, it's weird. And so for that reason, I, I decided to pick that, even though it's, uh, we just heard uh, the 12 days of Christmas by Bob and Doug McKenzie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm going with. Uh, check out Hark Torch Song. It's fun. Is that like Ross uh, on Friends? <laughs> Electrifying. <laughs> what was the name of his group? Did, did they have a name? I don't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So um, next we come up to Oh Holy Night, by originally sung by Perry Como on this collection. This is just another classic. Perry Como has like that, uh, again, just that crooner voice that kind of really fits. I don't think it's my favorite version, but it uh, he does a very good job with it. And to me, because I grew up with it, I do have a, a huge affinity for it. But what do you think, Anthony? What should replace, what 80s artists should replace Perry Como? I'm actually going with the Carpenters here. The Carpenters instrumental version of Oh Holy Night. I love a good instrumental Christmas carol. Oftentimes yeah. at work in the middle of summer when I'm really feeling that need for Christmas, I'll Google uh, instrumental Christmas on YouTube, find one of those three hour long like videos <laughs> and just play it in my ears. I love there's something very relaxing and Christmas night or Christmas Eve night when I'm alone with just the tree lights a nice instrumental version of a Christmas carol. That's just what I'm looking for. So I'm going to go with the Carpenters here. Nice. And that's a good version. That one was originally actually planned to be on their uh, their famous one. Uh, what was it called? A Christmas Portrait, I think. And then they just ran out of time and money. And so they retooled it later in 84. Yeah, it's oh, good nice. stuff. Yeah. What do you think, Danny? Excellent, excellent pick. Um, love the Carpenters. But since it's instrumental, I really what's the name of the lead singer from the Carpenters? The Karen Carpenter? I yeah I I mean her voice is just heavenly, it's just so yeah. gorgeous, and so I'm not gonna pick the Carpenters. Spoiler alert: you'll probably see why in a second. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, with Al Green. Sounds like a really interesting soulful version. Um, yeah. I know I've, I I like his other songs, so I'd be really excited to hear that. Yeah, he's got that uh, that real airy uh, kind of smooth vocals, but uh, yeah, mm. it's it's soulful. It, that's a good version. I I I get it. I definitely get it. And that's from 1983. I actually went with the Judds, 
And it's funny because I'm not really a huge country fan, but uh, just it's a straightforward, a straightforward song. And I have, uh, you know, the Naomi and Winona singing together. It's just uh, it they their voices blend really well. So I decided to just go with that one. The stars are brightly shining It is the night of our dear Savior's birth Because, yeah, this one was kind of hard to pick. Uh, you know, it's not typically the one that, that you think of. And I wanted to go with John Anderson, but, yeah, also, um, spoilers, going to be using that later. So <laughs> I went with the Jets. <laughs> All right, so now we're talking about the Christmas song originally sung by the Carpenters on this version. Uh, we unfortunately it's in the '70s, so it didn't quite count. Uh, so, what do you think, Anthony? Who should we replace Karen Carpenter with? Um, so, for the record, the only version of this song that I will consider as the best version of the song is Nat King Cole. It mm. is not Christmas without Nat King Cole's version of the Christmas yeah. song. That's a good one. Uh, so, so the Christmas song by the Carpenters, Christmas song by any of these people, doesn't do it for me. However, however, <laughs> I am going to go with Natalie Cole's version <laughs> of a Christmas song for yeah. obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Not least of which we... because Nat King Cole is her father, and yeah. she kept the spirit of that song alive, at least. The original spirit of his version uh, mm. in her rearrangement of the song. So I that's the only option that appealed to me on this list. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Nice. Yeah, nice. There's less uh, orchestral business going on. It's uh, just really good. And she's a great singer, too, just like her dad. Yep. But what do you think, Danny? Uh, another great pick by Anthony. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I have a memory, uh, not a memory, sorry. I, I love to listen to uh, to the Nat, uh, Nat King Cole, Unforgettable, but with Natalie Cole singing with him. Like, even oh, though the duet, yeah. Yeah, it's just so beautiful. But um, so for this one, um, this is The Carpenters is my definitive version of uh, the Christmas song. And I love the intro. It's um, rarely used by by most people covering the Christmas song. It was... I believe Mel Torme didn't originally have it in there, but he he wrote it for some variety show he was going to be on or something like that. Um, and so, yeah, I just I love her voice so much. And, and this just feels like I don't know. I don't know what it feels like, but it just feels awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very articulate audience. Uh, so sorry. For <laughs> so who are you replacing it with? The Carpenters. Oh, he's keeping it. <laughs> You're just gonna keep it on there? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm replacing it with the, with the carpenters. They're that good <laughs> <at> replacing themselves. 
okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, sure. I guess. Why not? Uh, I, I I actually picked Natalie Cole as well. Uh, <laughs> that was. I thought that was the best choice, also, uh, because I agreed. And that's from the Scrooge soundtrack. So yeah, it is <laughs> extra awesome because Scrooge is Ooh. so good. <laughs> I think I think we might have to go over the rules again with you, Danny, first. But uh... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You said I could. You said I had a max of of six songs that I could keep. <laughs> I did. When did I say that? <laughs> I, I, wait, I, I thought you did say we could keep the original if we can't if we wanted it. I have to back him up here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember saying that, but okay. <laughs> I think if it's from the eighties, you Thanks, can. Then. But uh, <laughs> I tell you what, for Danny, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you two two vetoes because uh, <laughs> you <laughs> you have two vetoes where you can pick the keep the original song just because I know how much it means to you. <laughs> Wait, I've already done three. Oh well. <laughs> two more. You'll get two more. How about that? Okay. Uh, but next next we come to a uh, another medley. This was done by the Robert Shaw Corral, who uh is just, you know, Robert Shaw is phenomenal when it comes to uh choral conducting and uh I mean, just you can't say enough about how amazing he is. So um, this was a medley of Carol of the Bells and Deck the Hall or Deck the Halls, as some people say. Um, mm. What do you think should replace it? And are you going to keep them the same or are you going to split them up? What do you think, Anthony? So another one, I feel like the definitive version of Carol of the Bells is attributed to John Williams from Home Alone. Ooh. Nice. That's a good, yeah. That's my favorite version. Some would, some would say, many would say, that's the greatest Christmas score ever. <laughs> uh, you know, Lucy's standing over here at the football for those people who believe that. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, uh, so, I think, sorry, I think that part just got cut out. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, but what do you think? Uh, you're right. Uh, it's a great version, John Williams version. Yeah, I am going to have to replace Carol the Bell slash Deck the Hall with the Ronnie Millsap mashup mashup of Carol the Bells, O Come O Come Emmanuel, Silent Night, and Joy to the World. Christmas is here, bringing good cheer. Joy now has come to everyone. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. It's a great uh, mashup of those songs. While well, kept the songs traditional. He didn't do anything too different with them, which I like in my Christmas music. Ironic, yeah. I know, considering one of my favorite songs is Christmas and Hollis. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know. I uh, I love listening to this. I love a good Christmas mashup. And uh, this is a yeah. good one. Yeah, that's and and uh, Ronnie Millsap has a great voice. So I, uh, yeah, I totally does. get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Danny? What do you think? Uh, for me, Robert Shaw is a, a big 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 person in the choral world and yeah. uh, his his renditions of holiday music and other you know uh classics uh, songs and chorales are the definitive editions definitely and so i would just like to stay in the choral style and uh i will go with 
uh, King Singers once again to hold up the classical choral singing for the for this uh for this uh song for this piece. For, okay. So for your so your deck the hall by the King Singers. Oh, deck the hall with boughs of holly, fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly, fa la 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 la. Fill the glasses, raise the bus, sail, fa la 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 la. Sing the ancient Christmas carol, fa la 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 la. See the flowing bowl before us. And yeah, deck the deck the halls. <laughs> okay. Are you gonna pick a Carol of the Bells one? I'm just curious. Or just just replace uh, it with deck the you know halls. What? You know, find any recording of the King Singers on Carol of the Bells. And <laughs> I I'm believe see a theme here. No, uh, I get it. <laughs> it can be linked. It can be linked somehow. You know, just like we link our episodes. You know, of, you know, Cobra Kai. How we did the Karate Kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the the Christmas movie that was the Karate Kid. Uh, <laughs> I get it. Yep. Uh, no. So I actually uh, I wanted to keep it as close to a medley as I could. So I picked Mannheim Steamroller for their version of Carol of the Bells mm-hmm. and Deck the Hall. have those two edited together as much as uh, i joke about you know Mannheim steamroller uh, that, that deck the hall version is actually uh one of my favorites oh. even though it's terrible <laughs> just because we played it just because we played it in band so much i had the unfortunate uh part i was low brass at the time so i had the unfortunate experience of just playing oh, over yeah. and over again the whole song uh, but for some reason, it's still fun. So, so I'm going to go Carol of the Bells, seg into Deck the Halls, both by Mannheim Steve Roller. <laughs> That's like their most well-known pieces, right? Or It really is. Yeah, it's their most well-known piece for sure. Now, I almost picked, if you guys haven't heard, you should check out uh, Sha La La Deck the Halls by the Chris Stamey Group. I think it's uh, Carrie Harrington okay. or, or something like uh, like that sings it. It's uh, it's really fun. It's really quirky and 80s, but without being like weird. So uh, that, that's a good one to check out. But <laughs> okay. This next one, this next one was really hard. I had to that's search and search and and <laughs> 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 uh, I really had to dig through this one. 
And so none of them are exactly the same. So on the Time Life, there was Twas the Night Before Christmas. And um, that was done by um, the Fred Waring and the Pennsylvanians. Mm. And yeah, so it was like completely like its own thing. Went into different styles and soloists. There really isn't anything like it. So I just found songs with similar themes and words. See if you guys can choose one here. I don't know if you'll be able to, but uh, (laughs) what do you think (laughs) should replace this one? I mean, if I had my way, I'd strike the whole song from the album. (laughs) <laughs> even even the original version yeah. uh, but playing the game having to replace yeah. it i'm going to go with peter paul and mary's twas the night before christmas yes, because yeah. randy yeah. travis is not my type of music <laughs> and uh the pound puppies was a uh, an experience man so peter <laughs> paul and mary <laughs> When uh, when when Julia and Kim came on my show to do the Pound Puppies episode, I sent them uh, the album to listen to, and uh, Julia said that uh, we almost weren't friends after that. <laughs> it definitely was, uh, yeah. It's it's oh something else. So <laughs> good choice, yeah. The Peter Paul and Mary is that's a good choice <laughs> of the options available. Of the yeah. options available. Stockings were hung by the chimney with care in the hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be. Yeah, what do you think, Daddy? A- Amen, brother. And this might be the first and only pick that we actually agree on. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, we do agree on more. But um, <laughs> Peter Paul, yeah, yeah, they're just, you know, great artists. And it's the kind of music that I can just chill to and relax to. And that's what I want to yeah. do at Christmas. Uh, Randy, I love Randy Travis, but uh, not at Christmas. Um, and then yeah, I can't play Pound Puppies card again. Uh, I would just say <laughs> that on the last Pound Puppies pick. So, <laughs> yeah, and uh, this is this one's unanimous because uh, I think that really was the only choice there. <laughs> so, so yeah, Peter Paul yep. and Mary from a holiday <laughs> celebration with the New York Choral Society. Not my favorite track on that album but uh of the three presented here the version <laughs> i think this is probably the best one so <laughs> and that brings us to the end of side one so now we're on side two of the first cassette and so it starts off with here comes santa claus by elvis for us i know it's definitive version but uh, gene autry is probably most people's definitive version what do you think anthony well who should uh, just take elvis's place I mean, it would be Gene Autry if he was available, but he is not. So I have in the past picked Starlight Vocal for something and the Carpenters for something. So I'm going to pick the Chipmunks <laughs> because I like to have one <laughs> song, yeah. one artist per so- per uh, playlist. So by yeah, default, I gotcha. I'm picking Alvin and the Chipmunks. It's actually a fun version. <laughs> it's from, uh, so you guys actually just did that Chipmunks Christmas special. Yes. And it's the oh. it's actual the album of that special. And so there's a part where they they get through that and they sing Here Comes Santa Claus. And it's a really fun special. Version. Oh, I need to check that out. <laughs> wow. But all right. What do you think, Danny? Uh, I'm going to go with the Chipmunks as well. 
Yeah, I I, I love the chipmunks. It's funny because like I I associate the chipmunks with Christmas because of that you know their awesome hit. Yeah, uh, I Christmas, forget what it's called. Uh, but yeah, I I listen to that one all the time, and so um, I gotta go with chipmunks. Yeah, it's good, man. Uh, so I'm the odd man out. I went with the instrumental Carpenters version. It's a medley of "Here Comes Santa Claus," "Frosty the Snowman," "Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer," and "Good King Wenceslas." So it's a nice little. I almost didn't pick it because Good King Wenceslas is on uh, this side later on, but uh, I, uh, I feel it's part of a medley, so it's okay. So that's my choice. I mean, you can't go wrong with the Carpenters, so you're fine. And it's instrumental, so I feel like at this point I kind of need a couple of instrumentals to throw it in, you know, uh, just mm. like the original album had some instrumentals randomly. The next one is one that is not covered by anyone. And this is Santa's Beard by the Beach Boys, which is one of my, as ridiculous as it is, it's one of my all-time favorite Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know why I loved it so much growing up. I would like rewind it a few times when uh, you guys were <laughs> were asleep, and I'd come play it. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is one of my favorites. But we got to replace it with something, so we get to just pick anything we want uh, from the eighties. So from what do you 80s. think, Anthony? Yeah. You have to drop the definitive Christmas song in no. the slot. Run DMC, Christmas in Hollis. You need some this variety to spice it up. And their medley they do is perfect. It was December 24th on Hollis Avenue at the dark when I seen a man chilling with his dog at the park. And as Jerry and I have covered in a complete episode in the past, just mm-hmm. the story they tell over those three minutes is something else. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. Yeah, that's good. I like it. <laughs> Man, this is Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> yep, good old Argyle. What do you think, uh, Danny? What should, what should you drop in there? I, I thought that you were going to say last Christmas, so that's why I said no. I, I oh. apologize. <laughs> My apologies, but, uh, then. <laughs> yeah, I've never uh, I've never heard the Run DMC, but a, a lot of people have suggested it to me over the years, so I, I definitely need to check it out. Um, Worth it. I'm gonna go with whatever <laughs> whatever artist recorded. Uh, uh, what's the one? The bells will be ringing. You know, uh, if there's an '80s version, okay, Ray Charles. There you go. Yeah, Boom. <laughs> got him. <laughs> Did I that is a good one, yeah. <laughs> Got him. Oh man, so uh, sorry to disappoint you, Danny. I am picking Last Christmas by Wham because. <laughs> <laughs>
because when most people think 80s Christmas song, that's uh, one of the very first ones that they think of. So, <laughs> so I decided to go with that one. It's not my favorite. Uh, I They play it way too much. And so I kind of really don't like it anymore. But it's starting mm-hmm. to grow on me again. Um, I think because <laughs> yeah. I, I've purposely backed away from it now that I hear it again. It's like, oh, you know what? This is a fun oh, song. Okay. I get it. So, yeah. Last Christmas by Wham!, um, written completely and and played almost everything played by George Michael uh, as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, good stuff. But, yeah, sweet. So this next one was another one that there's actually is no uh, '80s analog for. In fact, I could only find two recordings ever of this song. So this oh, is wow. Charlie Pride singing "Christmas in My Hometown." You know, it's just a little ditty, nothing amazing, but uh, it's it's quirky and fun, and I dig it. But uh, what do you think? What 80s song would you slot in there anthony the definitive 80s christmas song (laughs) band-aids do they know it's christmas time nice (laughs) that's a good that's a good one yeah I mean, what's more 80s than that? <laughs> for real. And and because of that, we got We Are the World. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No other explanation required. <laughs> nope, no. And for real, I mean, that's like, a, that's a great choice. That's a, that's a phenomenal choice. And it's, uh, in fact, we even sang it on your, uh, your special. Uh, <laughs> on our album. <laughs> our anniversary <laughs> album. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Danny, you're up. What do you think should replace, uh. All right, I'm going to go here. with Dolly and Kenny, uh, A Christmas to Remember. Uh, uh, it's my that's t- another good one. My, my turn to pick uh, Dolly and, and Kenny. Uh, yeah, I love those guys so much. So, yeah, there you go. You made this a Christmas to remember. Springtime feelings in the middle of December. Yeah, super catchy, super catchy song. Yeah, you know, you make this a Christmas to remember. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> That's a good choice. I actually went a little bit different. So I went from something from the Scrooged soundtrack. The song was originally released in the 70s and then re-recorded for Scrooged in the 80s with synthesizers and, you know, the a lot of guitars with chorus on it, stuff like that. It's called <laughs> Christmas Must Be Tonight by Robbie Robertson. It, uh, I believe they play it during the credits of Scrooged. If you haven't heard it, you need to check it out. It's just a fun, fun song. It's, uh, you know, they, they talk about, uh, you know, uh, how a little baby boy brings the people so much joy, the son of a carpenter. Oh, you know, well, clearly that baby Christmas. wasn't up all hours of the night keeping his parents awake. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, that's it. Well, you know, ooh, but uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a fun song. And I really, I've never really like paid attention to it. I I don't know how many times I've seen Scrooged and I'd never really paid attention to it. And then 
got the album and suddenly the song just kind of stuck out to me. I was like, man, this is a great song. So yeah, Christmas oh. Must Be Tonight by Robbie Robertson. Now we have something a little more traditional. We're going to go to Away in a Manger, originally sung by Ed Ames. I think this is going to be a, another easy one. There's quite a few choices, but uh, what do you think, Anthony? What should we? What would you want to replace Ed Ames with from the 80s? Because <laughs> I know what you want to replace it with. <laughs> <laughs> this one may not be a popular opinion with you three. Uh, oh, okay. I don't. I'm not a fan of most of these covers listed. Uh, I'm actually right there with you, so you're fine. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm curious to see if we have the same one. I am going with the only one I like listed here currently that I haven't. I mean, I've picked Starlight Focal in the past and Julie Andrews in the past. Right. So I have to go the Judds away in the manger. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Be near me, Lord Jesus, I ask thee to stay Close by me forever, and love me, I pray Bless all The others are a little too country for me. They are. They're pretty country, yeah. Mm. All of them. And and that's that was something that I noticed when I was uh, doing research on, like, all the versions that I could find recorded in the 80s. There's, like... M- almost all of them are just country bands that, you know, country Uh artists that did it. Uh So it's just not very popular with uh, pop artists, but also at this time, there weren't a lot of pop artists recording music. It, uh, it was like you were either country artists that did it, or you were like at the very end of your career. So Um, Michael (laughs) Jackson says, hello, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so it was just, there, there wasn't there. Yeah. It was just, it was hard to find a way in a major recording. So, yeah, the judge is good. Uh, the judge, it's just very straightforward and um, yep, classic take. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Danny? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Anthony here. I I also kind of only want like one country song on the album, and I've never really felt <laughs> I've I've never really felt country uh, yeah. Christmas feelings. You know, maybe there's one yeah. song ingrained in me, but uh, so I'm gonna go with with the judge, the lesser. Of many evils here. <laughs> well, you could have picked Julie Andrews if you wanted. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I oh, I didn't see Julie Andrews. It's too late now. <laughs> no, no take backs. <laughs> yeah, no, no take backsies. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yes, this one also was also hard. And the only reason I didn't pick Julie Andrews is because I think I'm picking her later on for something else. So I went with uh, George Strait away in a manger. It is a little more country. I feel like I could kind of give a little more leeway to the country, you know, on like one track or two. Yeah. And so this was it for me, George Strait. Yeah. Again, hmm. nothing, nothing fancy, but I, I also agree. Like as a Texan, I think I'm supposed to like George Strait. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the next one, there, this one had the most versions of out of all the oh ones that God. I, uh, the most options that I, as I was researching. 
And there's even a few that I left off from like some of the kid albums. But this was um, originally sung by Jim Reeves. It was Silent Night. And that was that was next up on the album. So we're going to replace Silent Night with. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this I'm going to have to go, I'm going to have to go back to a very special Christmas and go with Stevie Nicks. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Although the California Raisins were a very close second, because no Christmas <laughs> album is complete with the California without the California Raisins. <laughs> yeah, the- <laughs> but yeah, Stevie Nicks. I mean, Again, traditional version. Not my favorite. Michael Bublé has my favorite version of that, but he's not the 80s. So, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Danny? Okay. This is going to be a a troll pick. I'm looking at all, (laughs) nothing's really speaking to me except Peter (laughs) Cetera. And I'm just like picturing him singing it. Wow, that's a a pretty good Peter Cetera. This song, his version is actually almost up tempo country ish. It's the oh, strangest. God. It's the strangest thing. What? <laughs> hey, no take backs. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's weird. It's 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 like real like up tempo. It's yeah, it's strange. This one was hard because there there was a lot of versions that, while not spectacular, were actually just good versions, you know. So um, I wanted to go with Stevie Nicks as well because, yeah, very special Christmas. It's classic. I love Fleetwood Mac. Stevie Nicks is one of my favorites. But I ended up going with the California Raisins <laughs> <laughs> because you're right. It's uh, it's just not complete without. Uh... <laughs> oh, oh man, you know what? I'm changing that because I just realized I have the California Raisins later on so i am gonna go with erasure <laughs> instead <laughs> i okay. get take backs because it's my show <laughs> yeah true So Erasure, that's another up-tempo kind of version. Really strange, but it's also synth pop. And so it feels just firmly situated in the 80s. But yeah, you know what? That uh, I got to say that Stevie Nicks is like, it's up there. Yeah. I really dig it. I really do. Yeah. Well, it's no Peter Cetera. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wait when I, when I splice in his version and you uh, you start to hear some of it. And <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. No, 
No, it's all right. <laughs> all right. So the next one was uh, Home for the Holidays, sung by Perry Como. So Time Life had a, a thing where they really liked the crooners and uh, Perry Como especially. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling they got his stuff pretty cheap. So that's why he's included on the, the album a lot. There's only a couple of versions of this song actually recorded in the 80s. So which one do you think is best? Well, I'm going to break my rule here. I said I never wanted to choose more than one artist for my playlist. <laughs> However, yeah. I cannot choose Leon Redbone for this. So I'm going <laughs> the Carpenters. It's <laughs> Sam the Snowman. <laughs> I know, <Elf>. but 99. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to Elf. I got you. <laughs> note, note taken. Yep. <laughs> oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. For no matter how far away you roam, when you long for the sunshine of a friendly gaze. What do you think, Daddy? Um, I, I gotta go with, uh, Carpenters, but, uh, I want, I just wanted to give a shout out to Leon Redbone for having such a fun name to say Leon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, his real name, and I I don't recall it off the top of my head, but it's, uh, I think it's Armenian. It's, uh, something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. No one knew it for like the longest time until after he died, like what his real name was. Then they finally actually figured it out. He was just always Leon Redbone. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I actually did go with Leon Redbone. (laughs) (laughs) I see you. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. Cause no matter how far away you roam, when you pine for. If Frosty the Snowman actually was on this album, because it doesn't come out till like uh, cassette, I think three or cassette four, uh, which is like the second CD if you're if you had the CDs. But uh, he has a version where he sings with Doctor John, and that's just like a fun, fun version. And Doctor John comes in and he's all growly, frosty, the snowman. It's just yeah, it's fun. <laughs> but since I couldn't pick it for this one, I decided to go with uh, Leon Redbone for Home for the Holidays. <laughs> Not the most nice. popular choice, I get it, but uh, but next we have. <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, sung by Gene Autry. And we need to replace this one with something from the 80s, so we're going to go with... We are going to go with the California Raisins, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> so I actually, I, I have a, a note. <laughs> okay. If you're thinking of the one from the Claymation Christmas Celebration, uh, while the California Raisins are the ones that actually perform it, that's done by the uh, the Street Corner Singers. The California Raisins version is completely different. It's Oh, uh, I it's know. I, I listened to what you linked me. Okay, okay. I, I wanted to make sure you knew. I, nice. And I am putting that in there to spice things up a little bit. We on it down to the Rudolph Rat. Uh, 
All right. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. They they even say like Rudolph the Red Nose Rap or something like that. It's, uh, <laughs> it's super. I figured right. it would complement Christmas and Hollis well on this scene. It would, and that would be a good compliment for this side. Well, well played, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Danny? Well, uh, I did not listen to what you linked me, and uh, so I'm <laughs> with. Los Lobos, because I love the movie La Bamba, and it's from the 80s. So that's an instrumental. It's a, a short little track. It's a, it's actually a really cool track. It's a accordion. It's a electric guitar. And uh, it's called Rudolph the Manic Reindeer. And then at the very <laughs> end, it goes into like a weird, almost like conjunto vibe. It's uh, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, I'd actually be interested in that. I love So conjunto. that is actually a great pick for you because it really is right up your alley. Uh, I also went with the California Raisins because it is just a fun, quirky difference. <laughs> different kind of song yes and i know i keep saying quirky but i don't know what other word to say for the 80s except weird <laughs> so uh yeah it's just uh <laughs> i just want to tell you and the listeners right now uh as we were talking about the california raisins i just purchased uh their nice. christmas album <laughs> yep i, I oh, have nice. this album as well it's so fun it's strange and it's like a weird combination because I think it is also the street corner singers that are doing it, but it's like a weird combination of like hip hop and like uh, temptations, you know, Motown style um, and like synths. And it's just, yeah, it's fun album that you're doing. If you randomly want something different, it's, it's great. <laughs> oh man. But uh Next is another hard one because this one is such a classic for us in South Texas, just like Christmas and Hollis is for you up there in New York. Uh, we come to Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano. There were only two instances that I could find of a recorded version of the 80s. Neither one are my favorite, but uh, of course <laughs> I had to pick something. What do you think, Anthony? Because this one is, uh, I do think one is better than the other, but none of them are really my favorite here. As I've mentioned on your show before, I'm not a fan of this song. Having said that, one of these, in my opinion, is definitely better than the other. So I'm <laughs> going to go with KSMB's version of Feliz Navidad. Yep. <laughs> yep. The other thing. one is just a little too, uh, too different for my liking. Yeah. And I need to balance out my very different Rudolph cover with a more traditional Feliz Navidad if that's coming right after. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the KSMB, they're actually a Swedish punk band. Uh, so they were oh, like from the late wow. 70s, early 80s. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a up-tempo. It is interesting to hear them say the words Feliz Navidad, but uh, <laughs> they get through it. So. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, musically, I think it's just much better. Yeah. What do you think, Danny? 
Is it possible to abstain? <laughs> I, I gave you a I, I gave you a veto. You can you can go with the original if you need. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna give no, you an that's out. That's fine. Here. That's fine. This one's this one's pretty easy. I mean, it's fifty percent chance I get it right. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go with B because I trust my man Anthony over here. He knows yeah, you what do. <laughs> and that's actually the one, one I picked guest too. Star on the Totally Rad Christmas Podcast. <laughs> I uh the bony M version is is uh it's there. So um like Boney M's actually they have a song that's pretty famous that uh, we'll get to if we ever get to part two of this uh you know of this here, but they uh this version's not their best. So yeah, KSMB, it's a another sweep, I think. <laughs> I don't think there's any <laughs> other choice. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of like slim choices. This next, uh, this is another one that there really isn't like very many recordings. I, when you think about it, it's not even really a popular Christmas hymn. You can even argue if it is a Christmas hymn, just because it. I it does love happen. this Christmas hymn. <laughs> it, uh, it, it does come out uh, like it's in Christmas tide, but it's technically for the feast of Saint Stephen, which is December twenty sixth. But it's Good right. King Wenceslas, and it's done by Morton Gould in the RCA Symphony. In this case, we're going to replace it with something completely different. <laughs> I cannot pick Mannheim Steamroller, so I am going with Good King Swing, Good King Swing by Ron Tinsley and Patrick Miller. Yeah, so this was from the Claymation Christmas Celebration album. It didn't come out in the in the actual special. It was done uh, after the special was a hit, and they gave him more funding to go and write more songs and create an album. And so uh, Patrick Miller, he did this arrangement, and then he got his friend Ron Tinsley to come in and sing. And yeah, it's a kind of funky, you know, a little jazzy, up-tempo version of it. Yeah. What do you think, Danny? I'm down for some for some swing jazzy stuff here and and uh, Glenn <laughs> Miller, you know, Glenn Miller is a, such you know big band kind of guy and this guy must be like his son or grandson and so I'm I'm super excited to listen to this one. <laughs> it it's not but uh, I mean he's not but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I also went with that one just because. You like I said, you can only have so much Manheim steamroller. <laughs> yep, yep. One one song. That's it. Like one, one song, and you're yeah, that's like it, Max. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, this is another one where where we all pretty much agreed. But <laughs> we come to my one of my favorites of this upcoming album. It's uh, here we come a caroling. Oh, Tannenbaum. I saw three ships medley. Originally done by Arthur Fiedler. And I'm going to break it myself into component parts, but I'm going to let you guys, uh, so, so I'm going to pick three different choices here, but I'm going to let you guys uh, go first. So what do you think, Anthony? What should we do first? So for Here We Come a Caroling, there is only one option here. That is Waffle Waddle Wallow and Russell by Rex Herb and the various artists from Acclamation <laughs> Christmas Spectacular. 
Here we come a waffling among the leaves so green. Here we come a waffling so fair to be seen. Love and joy come to you and to you your waffle too. And pardon me, and pardon me, but you are making a lyrical error in that fine old Christmas carol. Now the key word, my good fellows, is wassailing, not waffling. Well, uh, what the heck's wassailing? Uh, wassailing, yeah. yeah it's, uh, so uh, for old Christmas tree, let's keep the uh. Let's keep it going and go with the Smurfs, another animated classic. And then I saw three ships again. I'm sorry, man. I'm steamroller, but we're going to go with John Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm detecting the theme here. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually really like that John Anderson track. It's uh, he changes keys like each verse. And it's uh, it's really cool. Yeah. What was in those ships all three on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day? And what was in those ships all three on Christmas Day in the morning? Our Savior Christ and His Lady on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. Our Savior Christ and His Lady on Christmas Day in the morning. But again, there's it's from the 80s, so there's lots of synth ridiculousness <laughs> <laughs> but not as much as man steep but not- <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> excellent choices yeah what do you what do you think daddy those are great choices uh, I, I, I'm definitely I can't top that. Like Mannheim steam steamroller has the Susan Lucci vibes of the <laughs> of the night of the 90s or so, uh, I don't know if, if you are familiar with that but uh she was yeah. like nominated every freaking year for the emmy and she never won it just never like, won yeah it was like 12 yeah, years or something she, she eventually did but uh it took a very long time so <laughs> um but yeah i'm gonna go with i'm just gonna pick one because I, I i'm not familiar with everything here but, but uh the smurfs uh just huge nostalgia for me so that i'll definitely pick them to be on this list yeah i agree and what are you gonna pick any of the others or just replace it with that one no i'll just do it with that one that's fair. I actually have the exact same as you, Anthony. So I went with Waffle Waddle Walla Wassle. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Uh, just because, as usual, there you go, sinking with your stomach. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, Claymation Christmas Celebration, one of my all-time favorites. I was devastated when they stopped showing it on TV. It was just so fun. Uh, and this- Why have they not released that yet on Blu-ray or something? Digital. Well, I don't I don't know who owns the rights anymore. Um, when I talked with Patrick Miller, the composer of it, uh, he did say that um, he and his lawyers have been fighting for a long time to release the album because I guess there was like a lot of copyright things that uh, Will Vinton didn't quite do above board. And so that's the reason why they haven't really released the album. And so apparently, I think at this point, since he's the last surviving um owner of the rights i think he's planning on releasing it so uh so yeah it's gonna be that one it's gotta be the smurfs <laughs> it's <laughs> the funny thing is it's just like a lot of these kids albums it's like none of the original cast voices it's just people trying to sing like <laughs> smurfs 
(laughs) (laughs) but you got to go with it and uh three ships is just it's fun the video on mtv that was released in 1985 is one of the worst videos i've ever seen in my life but like (laughs) you got to watch it and so the song just kind of goes with it (laughs) the special (laughs) effects are bad like next level bad oh no um and finally we're going to end this this episode we're going to end side one with Ave Maria. Now this is Schubert's version of it, uh, sung by Leontine Price. Unfortunately, there are no versions that I could find um, in the '80s recorded uh, of the Ave Maria, uh, which is really hard to believe. There's got to be some obscure somewhere, but as far as like people that like actual quasi-famous even people, it was just very hard to to find. So all these versions are actually by uh, the Gounod version. But uh, it's okay. It's it's still a good version. So um, I don't know. Who do you think should take the spot? First of all, I never put Ave Maria on any of my Christmas playlists. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah, yeah. The only reason I keep it on is because of the time life. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Second of all, the person who should take the spot is anyone on the list, and that's Paul Dano as the Riddler in the Batman 2022. <laughs> Ave Maria. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in. Let's do it. <laughs> what have you done? Ave. No. Um, <laughs> I'm going with Ivan Rebroff's Ave Maria. I think that I he has a beautiful voice. He does, for, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a Russian dude. Um, which I'm sure lots of Russians do, but I'm used to Italians singing Ave Maria, so I was yeah. blown away by his uh, rendition, honestly. Yeah, so, he's like a bass uh, singer. Really, really beautiful, deep voice. I agree. It's funny in the video, he's got that... Uh, he's got the hat! <laughs> the hat. <laughs> it's so stereotypical, but it's like, is he? does he really dress like that, or is that part of his bit? I don't know, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good choice, yeah. What do you think, Danny? Uh, you you said that these were all Guno versions. Yeah. Uh, then I, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to use one of my my <laughs> one of your, your vetoes. For me, the Guno version I associate it with weddings mostly. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. You. I've never heard of any of these singers, but Leo, Leo Tim Price is a is a great 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 uh performer, great voice. So I'll stick with it. See, it's funny because we don't really hear the Guno version around here much. So it's always the uh, the Schubert, and so I always associate it with both weddings and funerals, uh, because I have to sing them at both. <laughs> so, right. so it is right. strange to hear it on a, on a Christmas album for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I, I guess Bing Crosby has one on his album. So I I went with Ella Jones just because uh, you know he sings the the uh, Walking in the Air from the Snowman. Uh, he was also he did one of the songs on uh, from Santa one Claus of the, the movie songs ever. <laughs> I'm walking in the air, but he's got a nice voice, you know, just a little soprano uh, before his voice changed. So uh, I'm going to go with that version. 
But that brings us to the end of cassette one or uh, disc one. If you had the discs, we're going to end it there because I think um, this could be a crazy long special. And so uh, (laughs) I know it's our 150th episode, but uh, we're going to go ahead and end it there. But, you know, I do have to ask G.I. Joe taught us that uh, knowing is half the battle. What do you think the other half is, Anthony? Coming prepared for your podcast episode by listening to all the music assigned to you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dave. <laughs> no, no, no. You... Uh-oh. <laughs> Challenge. <laughs> That's good. What, what do you think? What, what do you think the other half of the battle is, Danny? Um, not coming prepared to the podcast <laughs> and not listening to all the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> well those are those are both better than mine those are both better than mine i said uh so if knowing is half the battle the other half is just synthesizer <laughs> yes oh, i totally agree there <laughs> guys this has been so much fun uh i'm really interested in, i'm gonna put together our versions of these playlists as like a uh, spotify tracks or something and uh, we'll see what happens yeah. uh, <laughs> But in the meantime, where can they find you, uh, Anthony? What do you want to plug? Uh, Tis a podcast, a podcast that's determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive 365 days per year. I host it with Tom and Julia, who you've heard multiple times on this show as well. Uh, Every Monday, we release a new episode wherever you download podcasts in which we discuss a different Christmas movie, TV special, episodes of a TV show. Um, we'll be covering Halloween stuff the month of October. So check us out, linktree.com slash tis the podcast to get to all of our social media pages. Right on. And Jerry and... will be coming up. Jerry will be coming out to discuss the Guardians of the Galaxy Woo-hoo! holiday special with us. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be fun. I I'm excited for that one. Um yeah. Danny, any final thoughts? Um, no, just uh it was super fun. And uh, I'd like to plug Anthony. So just go back and listen to everything he just said. And um, <laughs> what else? Oh, rewind uh, it 30 seconds. What? Rewind it 30 seconds to yeah, hear rewind what he just it. said. <laughs> also, uh, uh, gag me with the spoon. Um, I am the man who will fight for your honor. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Vote for me. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, (laughs) I'm going to end it by saying some things never change, like the songs which make the holidays so special. So check us out on our social media pages, Facebook and Instagram at Totally Rad Christmas, Twitter at Rad Christmas, or our Facebook group, Totally Rad Christmas Mall and Arcade, where you can make your voice known to us as well. We post anything and everything 80s or Christmas related. And if you're feeling like rocking out to some sweet 80s jams, leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us reach more people and spread some rad holiday cheer. Now, don't forget to check out our merch shop on tpublic.com and our super dope website, totallyradchristmas.com, courtesy of Tis the Podcast Elf, Tom Crow. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Later, dudes. <laughs>